This is Thriving Thursday with Yogi Duck. Welcome, friends. I'm Tiffany, and I'm the creator of this platform, Yogi Doc. I run this show with my real life co host, Dr. Shaz. And although we're real healthcare providers, we're not yours, so please consult with your own healthcare provider. All information on this podcast is for educational and informative purposes only and does not constitute as medical advice, standard of care, or any kind of provider client relationship. And since privacy is at the utmost important to us, all personal experience has been altered to protect each individual. Now, let's get thriving. Another Pepsi mango. Pepsi mango. We're doing the Pepsi mango this time. I got my water. It's, it's delicious. I'm a little bit on the healthier end. I don't know. It's a zero. Dude, today I went and got my nails done. And I was uh, watching the news. Crazy things. Like, so I don't normally. Why do you watch the, the news? First of all, I don't it's, watch it's the, the news idea. because it's always like upsetting and sad or whatever. But this was the local news. Okay. So I didn't actually like. I didn't know what to expect with the local news and like they just had it on in the background and I was not paying attention and days into it and like Google is coming out with this robot dude and it's got hands that can respond to like human voice command. That could be so it can go get you that your can Pepsi go Mango. in so many ways. <laughs> it can go get you your Pepsi Mango. That could I could teach it to play video games, you know. <sighs> Google play Madden with me. Oh. I'll play Madden with you. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm a human. Do you know the rules Do you of football. Need a, like, yeah. I was a cheerleader. I got, I got, we had to know some okay, stuff. Okay, I got a pop quiz for oh, you. Oh, gosh, please no. <laughs> the football feels 100 yards wide, right? I don't know. Long, yeah, sorry. Okay. 100 yards long. How wide is it? From there to there. <laughs> She's pointing from the window to the counter. The wall. 53 from the to 30 yards to the wall <laughs> <laughs> oh man summertime in vegas man it's hot over oh my here gosh, it's like in the hundreds i don't need to be outside i right now. don't like the summer mm-hmm. no summer not some birthday that just passed yeah but, well like and you you grew up a lot in arizona that's hot too i know i, just, I mean we're hot in florida but it's different like we feel like if you live in the north it's cold you know, you're complaining about that and you live in the southwest it's hot, yeah, it's hot about that, here, but... man, though it's hot you just want to do things inside yeah, a few months when fall gets here it's gonna be definitely nice. not hiking weather right now that'd you gotta nice. go up to like utah or something to go hiking oh man that would be nice oh my gosh well one thing that's new that i'm working on this week do you want to hear about it i mean i'd love to <laughs> you're gonna hear about it anyways i have a choice do i <laughs> Um, I'm making us a newsletter for Yogi Dog. I'm going to be making us a newsletter that's going to go out and like update with upcoming episodes okay. and stuff. So okay. wouldn't that be fun? That is. That sounds like a lot of fun. Yeah. All right. They can sign. Anybody can sign up on the email. Like the, the can sign I have a section up is in there, there also. Yeah. Kind of sports section. You could put the Shaz. I don't know. I don't have a name. For <laughs> like, we got to we got to think of something Shaz clever. Corner. Shaz like corner. Your little spot. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be awesome. You better do that now. You just committed yourself. I will give it a shot. <laughs> well, today on Thriving Thursday, we're going to be talking about uh, journaling. Okay. Yeah. Have you experienced much with journaling? Um, you know, not too much, but yeah, I, I do think that you know I am someone that internalizes a lot, and I 
you know, don't talk about things as much. So hmm. maybe it'd be helpful. Maybe it would be. Um, actually, like I, um, well, I was like thinking that we needed to do this. I, I was assuming, I know I should never assume, but I was assuming you haven't had much experience in it since you asked me, what are we going to be like talking about at first when we were talking about this as being a subject? And then I was like, there is actual research out there. There's like real legitimate information. This is a very helpful intervention. So um, we're basically like today, we're just going to go over what, why, and how. Just kind of make it simple. Okay. How about that? Yeah, let's, let's right. keep it basic for those that, So I kind of know you helped out a lot with some of like the research and why not. So like we can just keep it like nice and simple. But like um, what is journaling basically? Like, so what, when you think of journaling, Chaz, what do you think about um, writing down your feelings, yeah. just writing down your feelings, like in a notebook kind of thing, in a like notebook kind of or, or on a, or any kind of, you know, piece of paper. Or, yeah. I know people can totally do it on their electronic devices now too, but yeah. Um, well, journaling is definitely very individualized. It's like very, very personal. It's like your expressions of your thoughts, your feelings, behaviors, memories. Cause sometimes it's like reflecting as well. It can really be a lot of different things, and that's what we're going to talk about today because I think there's a lot of different forms and types of journaling that you can really explore that can help. It doesn't all have to be a diary base, which is like kind of what you're thinking about. Um, it can also be very goal setting. It could be about like religious and values and you know topics that you'd like to discuss and want to write out, um, creative thoughts, things that you need to organize, like to-do lists. Like there's different types of to-do lists kind of styles to journaling as well um and it's definitely consider a pretty common like these days it's definitely becoming a trend but in especially like mental health fields and occupational therapy it's definitely becoming a common non-pharmacological tool to manage uh, mental illnesses so i think it's important yeah that's something that we should definitely explore um try to stay away from pharmacotherapy for you know various conditions and so okay well i mean it's it's not going to be a cure-all but anything that can help can help right absolutely Might as well try what you can especially considering like journaling um it's considered pretty low risk right absolutely. low resources absolutely. not a ton that you need for it so it's pretty accessible to everybody yeah. so so why would someone journal uh plenty of reasons plenty of reasons um so it's just a couple common Positive impacts from journaling can include like um, improving somebody's focus, releasing um, like anxious thoughts, improving like stressful situations, and they even like there's some research showing how it can like lower your blood pressure with some stressful situations because you're kind of preparing as well, getting yourself set up um, for future um, situations as well. Provide some clarity for some decision making. Um, you can also support a lot of your creative expression, right? So there's a lot of good neuro, like neurological responses to, you know, one's creative mind and exploring that. So journaling is just like a tool that can be used for that as well. And it can also strengthen a lot of our gratitude. I think that's overlooked a lot. Yeah. And there's, and there's a lot of good results that I, that I saw in that research that I was going through. Yeah. What did you see? Um, there was a, a long-term improvement in mood, uh, you know, in stress levels. Um, and in, in depressive symptoms, um, you know, it kind of prepared, you know, the journaler to face, you know, future 
similar scenarios. It allowed them to organize their their thoughts and even and even almost like kind of harness those expressions and, and, and interactions um, that would that can come or would come. Um, in 2018, a study involving 70 adults uh, with elevated anxiety um, found that online journaling, journaling for 12 weeks reduced their mental distress. Um, long-term journaling was also associated with greater resilience. Um, and I think that was a, a, a great study, um, you know, taking, you know, and 70 is not a huge number, but it's not. Yeah. A small number either, but taking a good sample size and and just kind of following that cohort, it, it showed that, you know, that there was, you know, significant improvement, um, which is, I mean, yeah. that's that's amazing. Yeah, that's specifically with um, the online journaling, which is probably really great during COVID, too, because everybody's yeah, switching to online stuff in this had, world. People probably right had, to, had to do it during COVID. But, you know, writing... It doesn't only just make you less likely to get sick. It also increases the chances of fighting, you know, other specific diseases, you know, affecting your immune system, um, anything that can can affect an immunocompromised person, you know, like asthma or there's even some studies about, you know, you know, HIV AIDS and, and cancer um, and, and how significant the disease was in people's you know, immune systems that are that are down probably from like a lot of the stress and anxiety yeah and we all know that stress and anxiety does weaken our immune system when we're stressed and we're we're overworked we Mm -hmm. get sick more like that's not a you know that's not a myth um so that was you know definitely you know it was quite interesting for me for me to find that out (laughs) being being a doctor that likes to you know give medicines yeah um and it can even make physical wounds heal better and that's also just another effect of the immune system and and how our body is responding to, you know, you know, exterior insults. Um, there was a, there was a study in 2013 um, that found that 76% of adults who spend 20 minutes writing about their thoughts and feelings for three consecutive days, two days a week. So that's not that much. 20 minutes a day, three days a week, for two weeks. Um, before a you know, medical procedure, like a biopsy, they actually healed 11 days earlier than those that didn't. Wow. Um, yeah, I, I actually like had, had to read that multiple times, <laughs> uh, to really, <laughs> to really right. believe that, but I'm not going to fight it. Um, uh, yeah. You, cause you just don't associate like wound healing. Yeah. And, with journaling. Like, and, and, and meanwhile, like, 58% of the con- control group that, you know, did not do, you know, the, the journaling, um, part of the experiment, uh, had not recovered by that time with yeah. the same procedures. So, I mean, that's, I don't know. That, that was, that was like, I had to say, I read that a couple of times. That was tough to read. Yeah. I, I did not I'm want sure to believe that. I'm sure they need to keep looking in and doing more it's research. It's something that, that I might too. tell people to do in the future. Um, <laughs> not might. It. it actually is. Um, See it's quite, quite interesting. We integrate little like OT tools, a little bit of medicine. But I mean, specifically for me in like my research side, I looked at, you know, caregivers, adolescents, and I found an amazing study about occupational therapy students, which I just thought was interesting because they made us do journaling when we went to school for our master's program, but they didn't in my doctorate. And in my master's program, 
well, okay, so the study in the, about the Vassar's program looked at emotional intelligence and self-awareness training. Um, and of course, there's limited research in that already, especially with students inside of an OT program. Like in general, not very many research studies are done specifically in that niche. But the first year of these students who participated in their self-reflection journaling showed an overall in their scores, they improved in 14 out of 15 of the categories um, for emotional oh, wow. intelligence and self-awareness. Okay. So that was pretty cool. But then, you know, we also work a lot with adolescents and we don't think about how often we can use that in different settings. Um, but also in adolescents, we found a lot of positive response when journaling was used in the context of count, uh, counseling. And caregivers specifically, because I, I do work personally with a lot of children who have um, emotional and behavioral issues. So I looked at the caregiver's perspective of mothers who have teenagers or adult children with emotional and or behavioral issues. And they showed also with six weeks of diary writing, a huge positive um, response and an impact as far as like self-care strategy being used as a self-care strategy for them. So I think that was amazing to look at, um, a little bit specific into my field as well. But, um, how do we, you know, what are we really looking at? We're talking about like what it's helping, but how much do you need to kind of do? And I specifically pulled that out of some studies as well, where I found one stating like one hour of writing shows a huge, um, effect in reducing distress, but then also some other studies, um, show majority of the studies actually showed about 15 minutes three days a week over a 12-week period of time showed fewer depressive symptoms and after even just one month um and that's just writing anything or just that that specific um, study was like more of a diary based okay. kind of study but okay. there's definitely different types of journaling that you can use and some of these studies are done um with just like you know, morning pages, which is kind of like what I call brain dump. We'll talk about that in a moment as well. But, okay. um, and then another one that I looked at was specifically on expressive writing, since you're asking that as well, but expressive writing for 15 to 20 minutes a day, three to five um, times a week over the course of four months. So I liked how that, that study was like a longevity, but it showed that um, lower blood pressure and better liver function. So, you know, hmm health and wellness and me like physical health and mental health all across the board so yeah i mean there's i, I guess it's just it's just that we never you know kind of thought about um and i didn't know that there was actually so much data and so much research supporting this yeah. um you know there was you know 20 inclusion articles in you know systematic review and meta-analysis. Um, there's definitely a need for further research, um, and then you know due to low risk and low cost, low you know resource requirements, um, you know this is something that you know, providers can can definitely advise to their patients. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of you know you know neuro you know component neuro improvement. Um, that can be that can be seen. You know, there were studies that showed that, you know, blogging, which I guess can be a form of, of, of journaling. Yeah, which uh, is kind of what I guess, we're I guess, doing. I guess they call blogging nowadays, right? Yeah. But uh, 
you know, it triggers a dopamine release, um, which is a neurotransmitter that helps regulate emotional response um, and improve, you know, mood. Um, and so it, it did help, you know, in, 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 you know, release that that dopamine uh, more so. Um, the physical kind of pen on paper writing is especially effective for activating what's called the reticular activating system. Um, yeah, kind of a big word, <laughs> but yeah. this, this is a part of the brain that actually it controls a lot. You know, it really controls our, you know, our wake and sleep cycles. Um, and it also kind of, it's a, you know, it's a bunch of nerves that connect the brainstem um, to, you know, other parts of the brain, the cerebellum and the cerebral cortex, as well as, you know, taking nerve fibers down to the spinal cord and just really kind of mediate our overall level of consciousness. And so if there's, you know, definitely a, a you know, a stimulation or a activation of this system, it means you're, you know, almost like more alert, more awake. Mm -hmm. And so that physical it's pen on paper, focus. yeah, that physical pen on paper causes that. And so, huh, like maybe students should go back to not being on the screen so much and being <laughs> yeah. on paper. You yeah, know? That's so great to know because um, like for a lot of my kiddos too, we, you know, they struggle so much with attention. We're always seeking like different ways yeah, that we can have run so, attention. Like we can build some focus there. That's, that's great. You know, go, going to like, electro, you know, electronic everything, did we, you know, kind of hamper that system a little bit? I mean, maybe, you know, that yeah. it does make sense actually. Um, but yeah, that was a, it was a great, you know, great thing to read about being a neurocritical care doctor. Like that's, you know, like that your was attention. very, oh, definitely caught my yeah. attention. Yeah. <laughs> I always love the neuro part of stuff, but yeah. Well, I mean, for sure. If you think like, if you think talking to your friends about your emotions can help, like I always re blab everything to my friends, like, and just like have to have the release and then I'm have no issue. Like I don't feel any stress or anything like that. And, if that's so helpful, I mean, the act of writing itself also has health benefits too. Oh, absolutely. So, I mean, um, definitely something that be, it's worth it. Yeah, no, there was actually some research in, in 2021 um, that suggested that making a conscious effort to practice gratitude can have a positive effect on mental health and actually could help counter, uh, you know, counteract the negative thought patterns that, you know, depression creates. Oh, man, I am so glad that we were able to share this information for sure. There was a lot out there, but there's definitely still more that needs to be done. But then, like, you could look at it and now getting to how do you do it, you know, the big how of it. So there's um, there's so many different forms of journaling. And I was kind of like focusing on like what's what's the like 10, 10 most common or 10 popular okay. ones or just kind of like 10 ideas to kind of like set you off with something that you might be interested in. Okay. And so I thought of like, like a reflective one, which is like it's most common. That's what kind of what you know about when you're like talking about your day or like talking about a situation that's happened. Um, the, um, the daily style, which is like the diary kind of situation. So pretty similar, but like a reflective is more like on a, on a story in a situation, like you're going over your thoughts about that situation where like the daily is more of a diary of like what happened and how that make you feel. So you got some of that, but then, um, the stream form of journaling, which is 
what kind of what I mentioned earlier, it's kind of also known as like the morning pages. So you pretty much have three pages every morning. Like first thing when you wake up, you just mind dump on three pages and stop at three and you just dump whatever's in there to do lists, things you need to do, something that made you feel, um, just anything that comes to mind. And then you have also like a gratitude style of journaling, which is kind of like one of my favorite styles. Um, the gratitude style definitely has shown to improve happiness and well-being as well as physical health specifically. And the gratitude style, like um, I have a template for that as well, but um, I have a couple of books that I really like to use for that, which I'll show you in a moment as well. And then um, what's coming up really popular and it's a big trend now as well is the bullet style journaling where you have like a bullet journal and it's like the dot pages. You've seen the dot pages. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then so like you can draw and design it and be very creative to what you need for that journaling. So sometimes it's like a daily thing, a monthly thing. And Pinterest is like an amazing place to get so many like ideas of what to do for bullet journaling. Yeah, Pinterest has ideas for everything. Yeah, but they had like a lot there. But then like you have some specific ones too. Like you have um, like a travel one where you can have like a travel journal with you for all your trips and like what you did on that trip and how you fell on that trip and whatnot. Um, you can do like a food journal where you can either like you can make a list, you could sketch out your favorite foods. You can do like mindful eating. Remember I was talking about mindful yeah, eating. Yeah. So like you can use the journaling for mindful eating as well. Anything food related is a good idea. Yeah. Um, you can do like a visual style journal, which is very like illustrated. Um, you can do like a, let's say a diary style. That's like in a comic strip, for example. Um, something very visual if you're more of a visual person. Um, I can't say I'm very artistic, but I'm not very great at that. But you can do also an art style as well, like a, like a sketchbook style is what I mean. But like an oh, art okay. form of journaling. And then like another, like the last example would be um, nature. So like it would be very similar, like the visual style of journaling, but you're just kind of taking more like landscapes and animals and textures that you see out in nature yeah i mean that sounds fun um would be great for like when you're camping or something you know <laughs> when you're camping what type do you want to try jazz um you know i don't know I, I, there's a couple of different ones that that stand out but that that mind dump's not a bad idea um i feel like just the stresses of the day um that i don't talk about that you know i take to then bed with me and then I wake up and I'm still thinking about that. Um, or just the, you know, the emotional uh, onslaught that I, you know, that I even had at work during COVID. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that would have been nice to have that as, a, as an outlet. Um, oh, maybe give you some clarity too, just to clear your mind, like just let it out on the paper. Yeah, I and think start that, your day fresh, I think that's kind just of thing. A start and then it would wake me up too. You know, <laughs> I mean, yeah, but. Yeah. I kind of like that idea. Um, That's definitely something that you can try. Um, Some of the ones that I was telling you that I was going to show you. um, I love this five-minute journal. Okay? It is absolutely wonderful. So it's very gratitude-based. And it has a great quote. And I love quotes. I love words. So I love the fact that it's got a quote every day. But then it has, like, your morning part and then your night part. So it's, like, five minutes in the morning, five minutes at night. Okay. Five minutes a day. Kind of yeah, you do like words. Five minute journal. She's a meme queen, you know? Yeah. So it's super fun, and it's, like, 
I don't know, it feels good. So it's like you, I'm more inclined to use it, I think. Okay. Um, I love the binding of it. Um, but also because, you know. Yeah, it's, nice it's nice fabric. Yeah. I, I feel like it's very important to incorporate it with a lot of the kiddos that I work with as an occupational therapist. And I love that the five-minute journal makes uh, – it's a similar – I don't want to say it's simpler. It's um, just kind of toned down a little bit, like ready for a kid-friendly yeah, version. Yeah, like, like They make book. a kid-friendly version. And it's like – so instead of having multiple, like, three spots there, you have one spot here. But you still have the morning and you have the night. And it's five minutes, your five-minute journal for a yeah, kid-friendly color, version. Colorful, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I'm definitely children. a big fan of – you know, emphasizing gratitudes. Like one of the things that I love that my friend used was like sweet, sour service. I've introduced you to sweet, sour service and I'll talk to you right. a lot with kids. And right. I personally love doing that with kids because it's like, can you explain what that is to people? Is yes. Yes. So sweet is, um, you know, something great that happened in your day, something positive that happened in your day that you liked. And then you would say something sour. So something in your day that you didn't like, that didn't go the way you had hoped, but you also follow it up with what would you do differently next time? And then um, for service, it's like an act of service or something that you did to help somebody else without being asked. And so I like to use that for a lot of the kiddos that I work with because it gives them like self, not just self-awareness, but like a, a social awareness of other people, like being able to like reach out, spread some kindness. It like makes them exercise their memory and their recall um, also just sometimes problem solving, like what are you going to do different about it next time? Um, and it really kind of helps them like be clear about like, okay, something great has something good happened in my day. There's something I can learn from in my day and there's something that I can, you know, give. Right. And, um, so I really love that. And since I'm such a big fan of the grat, like gratitude kids, um, I'm, I love this journal. It's a three minute gratitude journal for kids and it, it's, it's more fun friendly and it does have an area where they can draw and whatnot. And it has like the face scales. And so that's also a really great resource. And yeah. all of these journals, um, just wow. to make it easier for anybody who's listening, I created an ideas list on Amazon. So if you go on Amazon, you can just type in Yogi doc in the search and would pop up, or yeah. you can just go amazon.com slash shop slash Yogi doc. And will come up and it's in the emotions and in the books as well um, list and it's just to make it easier for everybody to be able to get anything that we're talking about um, so if you do want to check these journals out please it's right there for you just click on it and go but then um, this is like the dot so as you can see the dot I didn't really take off on too much because I think I would at the time I was trying to start the dot journal I was already so far behind in what I felt like I needed to be doing that it was hard for me to set up like my style of what I wanted. Um, and then like, Oh, I like this. I like this too. Ooh, I actually like that one. Yeah. I figured you'd like this one. So I love this leather one. It's just a notebook style. I use it for like a lot of, um, it looks like something Indiana Jones would carry. Oh my God. And it like, it smells like, leathery and i don't know it's so cute and it's like perfect for like right before your meditation but i figured that would be perfect for your morning pages it's a little more you know manly looking too you know so yeah great. yeah it'd be perfect and, and, for and your kids, morning pages any kids that don't want to do it because they think their journal looks girly you know so i don't think those look girly um, they just look well like no i just think some 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 kids would yeah would be deterred because they're like oh that's that's for girls yeah you know? and so 
So those are just like some examples, but also... That's the kind of kid that I was. So. You know, <laughs> what it really comes down to is you just got to make the time and make the habit. And that's the hardest part. The hardest part is to make the habit. But if you can just uh, choose a style and, and try to make it simple. Don't, don't, you know, set yourself up for success. Choose a simple style and start with some prompts. Reflect a little bit. Create some lists. Think about some of your favorite memories and like some of the things I like to do too is like the bucket list. I'm a big fan of like a bucket list of like things I want to do or you know that's an idea of you can way you can create a list and get something started or books you want to read or or affirmations in in so many different ways and also I have a free journaling resource for all the Yogi Doc uh, listeners out there. So if you go to our website. And in our show notes as well, you can upload the resource. It's free and it's just got a couple different layouts for some of the different styles we talked about and also some prompts to help get you started. Yeah, I mean, I think that I think that's something that, you know, I'm just going to start um, that 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 mind dump sounds really, uh, really therapeutic. I think it's a good yeah. idea. So, I mean, you know, I'm going to try it, you know, maybe just, just a minute a day. Um, you know, I challenge anyone listening to, to try and do the same. Let's do it for a week. Yeah, the Shaz yeah. Challenge. The Shaz, yeah, we can call it that. You know, let's, <laughs> let's just see how how you guys challenge. feel after a week and just see if there's any any change that you can appreciate in in yeah in anything. One week, you can do um, anything for one week. Absolutely. Join on in. Absolutely. Yeah, I think that's great. Virtual high five because you just finished another episode of Thriving Thursday. Did that go by way too fast for anyone else? If you want more or you would like to be a guest, head over to our website to check out all of our show notes from today's episode and register for our newsletter. To join our community, check us out on social media at yogidoc.tt. Remember to hit subscribe and check with your own healthcare provider about any information heard on this show. While we make every effort to ensure that the information we are sharing is accurate, We welcome any comments, suggestions, or corrections of errors. Until next time, keep thriving.